0: Hi, John Lay of Talented Learning here with another customer education learning nugget. I'm here today with Eureka's founder and CTO, Nick Erickson. And today, Nick and I are going to talk about three mistakes to avoid when rolling out training to support your client base. ongoing training after they're onboarded, three, four, five years after they're onboarded. What are the programs of customer education look like at that stage of the customer lifecycle? So those have been following along on our on our new series here of customer education, Learning Nuggets. Uh, You know that we like to talk about the, the, uh, the life cycle of customers of using education strategically to first attract new clients and then to successfully onboarding. But once they're onboarding, you know, how much education do they really need and what type or what flavor, you know, what, what, how does that program look and how are organizations focusing on that to get the most success? And why do you want to focus on that? Well, for the same reasons you want to focus on customer education and all the other life cycles. You want to keep customer satisfaction rates high. You want to be able to expand the use of the, the products and services that your clients are using so they buy complementary products or services or have more people using it uh, successfully. Uh, you also want to roll out new products and services and features and you know things all the time time, Uh, every organization does. So you have a need to keep these uh, individuals updated on how best to use their, your application, your products, your services to drive value in, in their business. And so that's why we want to do it. But like all things in customer education, uh, there's a way to do it right. And there's a way to do it wrong. And uh, we're here with uh, expert Nick Erickson, who started a very successful and runs a very successful uh, customer education learning management system company. And so all of his clients are in uh, customer education. So he's seen all of the, the ways to do it right and all the ways to do it wrong. Uh, in in his uh, long career here in this field, so we'll start with you, Nick. Why don't you tell us one of the uh, the biggest mistakes that you see
1: organizations making uh, with uh, ongoing customer education? Yeah, so I would actually turn this one a little bit around and say one of the advantages mm-hmm. and one of these uh, would be there because you know you could always argue that this is a mistake not managing this, of course. <laughs> but uh, if you if you're looking at it, then uh, you know at this stage this is this is where you this is where you are turning people into ambassadors of your product mm. or service so this you know after the initial pre-sales which we've discussed in another series and the onboarding then you have this thing called uh, you know ongoing and this will obviously typically and hopefully you know uh, prevent churn so in in order to to, to get people from the initial success and until you know to to becoming experts and ambassadors of the of your system, where they actually enjoy using it. Why? Because they've been trained properly, you know, in in uh, your services over time, and you keep doing that in iterative stages. But then you have people that are new. So don't forget that the the persons, the admins, you know, the the initial uh, stakeholders that were brought into the project at the moment that it all started, that was super energetic about it, they have now been replaced with other people that I knew mm-hmm. that have been tasked with this. They didn't have the same buy-in that you had, you know, uh, when you initially started up that project. So take care of those. So all the work that you've been doing in all the other phases, you need to use that to bring on the new people yeah, that will be taking over the seats of other people. And you know, get them up to to speed at the same level and often the same level of engagement and uh, attention that you 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 did the first time that you brought people on. It also maintains your product with your clients so that they um they have the same feeling that you are that right partner for them. You know uh, that they know the product just as well as the people who originally started. So you need to bring that in, and that's a mistake not to actually have a real focus on those. I know it from you know from our own uh, scenarios. Mm-hmm. Also, we are delivering a service, a you know a, a custom educated system, but people change at the other end. There are new admins that are coming in. There are new people that are coming in. There are other people that are sitting other places in the organization. Uh, you know, in the sales department, that needs to know about what is it that we can actually do and how can you use this. So you need to bring those on board as well.
0: Hmm. That's a great yeah? point. You know, I, all my years, I hadn't considered that. You know, I see that all the time in, in uh, you know, in my in my own client as I help organizations find uh, learning systems for them, the best learning system for them. And you know, a common trait is it's it's not the ones who bought the original system that are coming to me. It's the ones that inherited it and then have lost contact with, uh, uh, you know, that longevity. You need you yeah. need
1: longevity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So having a you know a formalized strategy of you know how you communicate. With your clients and make sure that you bridge that gap with or have a program to address that gap of the the new owners of the system. Uh, Wow, what what a a great best practice to to think about and and a problem to avoid. You know, another one that I see as a a problem is that organizations aren't proactive enough with their research and development uh, team. So, you know, every organization, no matter what you're making, you know, it starts in this research and development and that pipeline of products and services, you know, might extend two, three, 10 years you know depending on on the industry and so organizations know this these products and services are coming down and so customer education needs to work upstream as far as they can into that process so that they have visibility to what's coming down so that they can start developing programs content cuz you're going to need it for your knowledge base you're going to need it for your in-product help in a lot of cases you're going to need that same knowledge for onboarding and for the you know, the other cycle the, the pre-sales cycle so all that education takes time to make and to make it adaptive and to make it to make it good. And so the further you're up in the, the R, R&D and understanding and that and the tighter that you work with them, the better chance that you have of having all of this ready and be able to hit the ground running uh, when that comes out uh, from a market standpoint that makes your whole organization a whole lot more nimble and a whole lot uh, more reactive to the marketplace. And it also gives you the maximum window for your products and services where they're unique in the marketplace uh, so you're 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 maximizing that time with with customer education so it's super strategic and I think a lot of organizations make a mistake by not thinking about moving upstream with r d. How about you why don't you yeah. wrap it up with a with a yeah a so so you know
1: pick, pick, picking up on that one and you know uh, then you would be starting to look into uh, meta level analytics because you know at some point in 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 this uh, you know, period that you're doing this is where you're collecting real data so you know, If you just started out on a custom education, you might think, yeah, you know, let's just, uh, you know, we we will have decision points, you know, immediately, but you're not going to have that. You, You need to collect data and it takes time. And one of the advantages that you have, if you've done this right, and if we're looking at the, we can look separately at the content piece that you were talking about, and then, you know, the behavior of, you know, how this actually hits the ground with your potentially resellers and distributors and so on down the channel. So if you have set up your KPIs, which you need to do because it impacts everything else that you are developing from this point on, uh, then you will be able to measure you know, the adoption of your products and services, not just on a personal level, but on a meta level across countries, regions, resellers specifically, and you know, start to compare that with information uh, about how well they are trained. You know what are the efforts that we are doing there and our successes in those markets? Um, that kind of information requires that you actually are aware of what it is that you want to track before you start, because otherwise you'll be wasting your time. So, that would be you know that point. If I had to mark one, this is the most important part, and your technology needs to be able to monitor this. As a I side agree. note to that one, you could say that. You know uh, if you are doing it right then you are building up your modular content pieces uh, that you are addressing with adaptive learning again you know to uh, uh, to your audience and uh, this allows you to deliver updates about products and services instantly you know across the globe to uh, engage your clients and if we're talking about making them ambassadors, they need to know about those new things that you are doing and you need to reach them, So you will communicate and update and, you know, teach them more and more advantages and the you know, of your products and the reasons, you know, remind them, why were you buying this? Yeah. We are also those guys that innovate our products and services and you can now do this, you know, and, you know, this kind of information will will make them a bad ambassadors it will make them really hard it will you know it make you make it really hard to change to someone else and uh, in order to do this then you need content level analytics too so you will be able to actually go in and look at the engagement engagement factor that you have on the various um, you know uh, uh, customer training pieces that you are creating or those journeys So you can update them and enhance them, you know, as you go along to make them better and better and better.
0: Outstanding, outstanding. I completely agree. And there you have it folks. There's three mistakes to avoid when providing customer education during the support phase of the the customer life cycle. Number one is remember that the owners, the people who bought the system, they're gonna cycle out to new companies, new positions, new departments, and the team that replaces them needs to be onboarded and trained, or you're gonna have a drop in customer satisfaction and a drop in efficiency and and maybe a non-sticky situation where they go find another home uh, somewhere else uh, and contact a consultant like me for help uh, doing it. The second one is try to move upstream uh, with your research and development, and get more, become more business partners with them, uh, so that you can maximize the business life cycle of the new products and services out there and their effectiveness uh, in the marketplace. Don't do that, and uh, you know you're always going to be on your heels, reactive uh, for how long it takes to develop content. And of course, of course, of course, don't skip the part about developing KPIs, success metrics, and a measurement plan that you put in from day zero. Not on day 365, day zero, that plan should start. And you should be measuring that not once a quarter or once every half year, but on a weekly, every other weekly basis, even daily basis, monitoring your progress towards those KPIs if you want to really make a measurable difference in your organization. So there you have it. There's another customer education learning nugget. I'm joined today by Nick Erickson, who's the CTO and founder of Eureka's Customer Education lms nick thanks for coming on today and sharing your wisdom listeners we'll see you on the next thanks for tuning in